Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 73 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Yes, 73 episodes. Where does the time fly? On today's episode, we have a mother, a real housewife, and a sober girl. Ronnie Stevenson is here talking about all things reality TV, sobriety, relationships, the whole gamut. She has a lot of dirt for us and it's good. It's real good. Ronnie walks us through her recovery journey, how being a reality TV star has helped and hindered her sobriety. We talk about labels. We talk about alcoholism as a disease. We talk about it all. So let's get into it. It is the middle of January, dry January that is. Have you kept your promise? Have you already ruined your resolutions? I know how you feel. This used to be me every month, month after month for 10 years. If you need a little extra motivation, a little extra accountability, a little extra inspiration, I encourage you to join the 30 days to gain challenge. Every day you will have two worksheets to fill out, to complete, to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And you will get motivational, inspirational, informational emails delivered right to your email box. There's no excuse. There's no searching, hunting the internet high and low for inspiration. It will come to you. So if you're looking for a challenge to keep you on track and stick to 30 days, give yourself a little space between alcohol and yourself, join the 30 Day to Gain Challenge. Head over to a sobergirlsguide.com to sign up today. Hello, Ronnie. Hi, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm fabulous, and I'm just sitting in my theater room, actually, in my favorite chair, um, ready to talk to you, watching the snow falling, which I absolutely love. So, um, gorgeous day in Vancouver if you love the snow. (laughs) 
Yes. And I'm in Vancouver too. And it's a little bit different than LA. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. yes. A little different, a little different. Um, but I love it. It's magical out right now. I think it's magical. That's a good word for it. Yeah. Like everything just looks so clean and crisp and beautiful. And bright. Um, yeah. It's so bright. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. So Ronnie, you yes. are a mother. You're a real yes. housewife of Vancouver mm-hmm. and you are a sober girl. I am. I'm like, oh, yay. How freaking I mean, awesome is that? How amazing is that? I'm so, so happy with my sobriety and my new life. And um, I got to tell you, I wouldn't change it for a thing. Love oh, it. Love my sobriety. Yes. And you, how sister. long have you been sober? I'm coming up on three years. Yay. Yeah. Phenomenal. And you? That's wonderful. Well, I actually am about five years sober, depending on how you look at sobriety. Okay. So we Mm. could talk about that. Let's do Um, it. Okay. Five years sober, but in that first year, I had a couple Mm -hmm. of drinks. Four years, complete abstinence. So four years, complete abstinence, but the first year, a couple Mm -hmm. of drinks. So, you know, I mean, depends on how you define sobriety. But for me, when I post on my social media, I say Mm -hmm. four years. I go from complete abstinence. But predominantly, predominantly, for most of the time, five years, yes. Okay, cool. Now that makes sense? Yeah, totally. But like, (laughs) Okay. okay, like the physical part of sobriety. Yes. You know, the abstinence part, people get really hooked up on yes like that that is a thing but like i think it's all encompassing i think it's the mental part is very important just as much as the actual physical abstaining from substances wouldn't you agree i i agree absolutely yeah so when you were like in the first year and you were Mm -hmm. maybe having a couple drinks here and there Mm -hmm. what was your mindset around that why, why go there? Okay. Um, I left my husband about, mm-hmm. God, it must be four years ago. And okay. a year ago, we got back together. And guess what? He's going oh. into his fifth month of sobriety. So no helps living with a sober coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's sober. Who would have ever thought I'd get sober? And I can't believe he's sober and it's phenomenal. But, so four, four and a half years ago, four years ago, I left my husband. I reconnected with a, a guy that I met actually in passages at passages in Malibu, which is okay. a rehab. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, we started dating after my husband and I had separated and he died and Ooh. I hadn't had a drink and he was from Texas originally, but lived in Los Angeles. And the night before his funeral, his mother and I had a bunch of martinis. And I, mm. I went to his funeral. It was so sad, but I actually felt I should have been in the grave with him. I can't drink very well. My hangovers are severe. And um, mm-hmm. I had been sober about five or six months. And the day I found out that he died, I called my, um, my uh, what do you call it? From AA, your person? Sponsor? Sponsor. sponsor sorry yeah <laughs> okay i don't go to aa anymore and i forgot okay i called okay. my sponsor and he, i had a guy sponsor i know you're not supposed to do that but i mm-hmm. heard somebody speaking and mm-hmm. i liked what he had to say 
And I said, I want you to be my sponsor. So this guy, Rob, ended up being my sponsor. And when I found out my boyfriend had died and I found Mm. out on Twitter, I opened Twitter. I'm like, I'm like, what? And I started calling him thinking this is ridiculous. Of course, he's alive. And um, I called Rob and he said, don't drink. And I did not drink. And I, I drove straight to Starbucks and I had a coffee and I was shaking and I was just kind of, it was surreal. And I didn't drink for four or five, six days. His funeral was a week later and it was the night before his mother, of course, was completely distraught and, um, and we had some drinks and, and that was why I, you know, okay. I look at, um, Eric Clapton and his little boy died and he didn't drink. And, and I think Mm -hmm. that is so remarkable and so, so amazing. But you know, when things like that happen, it's, you never know. I mean, I think today now going into my, um, I'm in my fourth or sorry, I am four years sober now. Um, mm-hmm. just completed four years. I'm going into my fifth year, uh, or six, however you want to slice that one. Right. Um, <laughs> but if somebody were to die again that were very close to me, I probably could, would not drink, but I was so okay. new in the sobriety. I was so new yeah. in my sobriety that I did drink, but now I right. think I, I wouldn't. I actually think I would not drink because I realize, and I think anybody that's now sober, drinking is a band-aid and mm. it's not going to bring anybody back from the dead and it's not going to solve our problems and it's not going to cure, you know, ailments or whenever, you know, people drink because they're mad, happy, glad, sad, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't cure things. Right. So, so now I realize, I mean, I'm in such a good place that. It mm-hmm. would take, I don't know what would make me drink and I, I hope nothing ever would. Yeah. I think I'm in a place where I don't think I would drink again. That's a great place to be. It's a phenomenal place to be. So how have you gotten to this point? You, you touched on AA, you, you mm. said you went to passages in Malibu. Um, what has how gotten did I do to- it? How did yeah. I start out? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> In 2010, I realized I was drinking. Um, I was self-medicating. I wasn't happy in my marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we drink for all sorts of reasons. And, and I, I thought, you know what? I've got to get a handle on my drinking. And so in 2010, I went to Malibu passages and I'll tell you, there's two different trains of thought with sobriety. And you mentioned it in the beginning of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Passages is not a 12 step. Okay. And I have huge respect for AA and I have Mm -hmm. huge respect for anything that keeps anybody sober. So if loving your dog keeps you sober, love your dog. If, you know, going to passages, which is not AA based and Mm -hmm. they do not believe calling yourself an alcoholic because they say, why would we ever put such a horrible label on ourselves? And they don't believe you have an incurable disease. That could never mm-hmm. be here. So, I mean, there's different ways of looking at alcoholism or, or, you know, people's drinking or inability to drink. And mm-hmm. I checked into passages. I stayed sober for a little while and then I started drinking again. And then I started mm-hmm. filming the real housewives. Okay. Right. Now the real housewives is not conducive to keeping anybody sober because it's a formula and they, they, you know, really try to encourage drinking. So yes. of course you add six women in, in a melting, a stirring pot 
that don't necessarily like each other or may like each other, don't know each other, and a lot of alcohol and shit erupts. Mm. So yeah. being on the show was difficult. And unfortunately, it aired in 14 different countries and people saw me at my worst. And, mm. you know, they did, they go for the nitty gritty. We filmed 5,000 hours and 11 hours make TV. So there's 11 episodes, right? Whoa. And, right. So of the 5,000 oh. hours, they're going for the dirt. And right. I was good at drinking. <laughs> I was, I, I that was, was your I talent. Was, that was my talent back then. And right. I, I mean, I can't help. I, I'm glad I could help with the ratings. Okay. But, um, <laughs> Uh, the show did not help me whatsoever, mm -hmm. um, with drinking. And then the show ended and, um, I decided I couldn't be in my, in my marriage anymore. And when I left, my husband is, is when I got sober and that was it for mm -hmm. me. And I actually did start out in AA and I have okay. huge respect for AA. Um, I don't go anymore to AA. Okay. I'll go to maybe the odd meeting once or twice a year. I, I seem to be invited to a lot of cakes um, okay. I have one of my very, very dearest and best friends is 37 years sober. He's 73. Whoa. And I know, I know. That's and amazing. I always, I always joke with them, like it, totally a joke going, you're still going to meetings. <laughs> Are you afraid <laughs> you're going to drink? Um, really he only right. goes to the meetings because he likes it. Yeah. Um, some people go to the meetings. They know they're not going to drink, but they actually like it. They like the camaraderie. Yeah. They like to go. They, it's part of their life. So. I don't go to AA anymore. Um, again, mm -hmm. huge respect for the program. Um, I, one other thing about me is that I will never call myself an alcoholic. I think okay. it's a, a, a horrible label and I w will not put that label on myself whenever I do interviews or help people or whatever. I'm mentoring a lot of people around the world right now because the show did air in many different countries and people right. have seen on my social media and have followed my journey, have now reached out for help. So I'm mentoring a lot of people and I don't like the word alcoholic. I think it's a yeah. negative, it's a negative label. Um, somebody once said to me something and I never forgot this, you know, that also agreed with the, the alcoholic label. Okay. You know, you stand mm -hmm. up in AA and, and this is my friend of who's been sober all these years. We always talk about this. I'm not, I don't want to stand up in an AA meeting. And say, I'm mm -hmm. Ronnie. I'm an alcoholic. I know I can't mm -hmm. drink. I don't like the label. I mm -hmm. say I have an inability to drink. I don't drink well. Alcohol and I collide. Um, I don't do well when I drink. I don't drink like other people, but I just don't like the label and I don't like the word. So I don't use yeah. it. Um, and going back to what I was about to say is that somebody once said to me, if you had a weight problem and you went mm -hmm. to Weight Watchers Anonymous, and you had to stand up every single time and go, I'm Ronnie and I'm really fat or I have a weight problem and I have an incurable oh. disease and I'm never, ever going to be skinny ever because I have an incurable disease. Uh, you might want to slit your wrists. Okay. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't do that. You would never say that. Right. And, right. and if, if, if standing up and saying you're an alcoholic helps you, great. Do whatever helps. Like I said, whatever helps mm. you stay sober, do it. And I know right. that in AA, um, a lot of my AA friends, it, you don't love everything about AA. I mean, you mm -hmm. can love every bit of it or you can love a little bit of it. You take what it, it, you take what you get out of AA that works for you and you use it. Right. 
Absolutely. Um, that analogy just between like the, the Weight Watchers and... I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. You know, saying like standing up and saying, "Hey, I'm morbidly obese, and I'm never going to be skinny again because I have an, a problem." Right. Um, that it almost like prolongs your suffering. Yeah. Like it's, it's and- just when just when you said that, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like you know, talking right? about the secret and, and saying what you want and what like how you want your life to go by saying like, "Okay, these this is where I am. This is what I'm going to be for the rest of my life. This is it for the rest of my life." Right? right and and you just mentioned the secret we we mm. belie- we become what we train our brains to believe right so if you're going yeah. to say i have an incurable disease okay well you can say that and if that works for you great i don't like to say right. that i feel like i'm kicking alcohol's ass every sober day of my life i don't feel like yes. i have an incurable disease i feel like i i fucking if i had the disease it's gone mm. <laughs> and, yeah. and i and i hope i don't get that disease back whatever it is. But, um, I just have a different outlook and a different way of approaching my, my inability to drink. Um, Mm -hmm. I know I can't drink, therefore I don't pick up the bottle. I know what comes with my drinking. I suffered very severe hangovers. I never drank like other people. You never knew what you were going to get with me. So I could be happy. And, and generally I was, I was happy or I'd, you know, be the life of the party or I'd be funny. But sometimes if the wind mm-hmm. was blowing in a certain way, I could be a mean drunk. Yeah. So, so sometimes you just didn't know what you were going to get with me. I know people that are, um, they drink a lot, but I've mm-hmm. never seen them nasty. Mm-hmm. I've never seen them like be a mean drunk. I could have been a mean drunk when I was drinking and, and yeah. you never knew. So. You know, there was just so many reasons I had to stop drinking and, um, absolutely thrilled. And I can't, you know, can't tell you how happy I am that I stopped drinking. I just love it. Love my life. Love it. That's, I mean, yeah, me too. I pro non-drinking. Um, how has, how has sobriety affected your relationships today? Like with your kids, your husband, like, well, my husband and I got back together. And I honestly believe that my sobriety was, and he says it, he says Mm. it all the time. He says, you are the reason I'm sober because Mm. of your sobriety. You're the strength. Like, and for my children, I'm glad I can be that pillar and I can be their strength and I can set the the path and the pave or pave the way for them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my 25 year old son, Houston, or he'll be 25 soon, um, Mm He's sober. My older son drinks, oh. but he's, he's not a big, yeah, he's sober. Can you imagine that? Um, he's an actor and so he's really focused. And 
I don't yeah. know if Houston will be sober forever, but you know, he did a couple of years and then he drank a little bit and, and he's sober again. And mm-hmm. I just think it's been phenomenal for my kids and for my relationships. I always say to people, um, that are getting sober, there's a lot of power and respect in sobriety. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much Absolutely. power in it. And, and I feel like people respect you more. They take you seriously. There's never a time now that I go out that I wonder, did I make a fool of myself or did I say something or did I drink too much? And I also used to count my drinks the next day. I'd go, okay, what, how much did I drink last night? Okay. I had a couple of Chardonnays before I left. Then I drank this at dinner. And then did I have a martini at the end of the night? Like, or did I, um, drunk text anybody? (laughs) Um, Did I drunk text anybody? (laughs) Did I tell anybody off last night? You know, there's none of that. And I feel, um, the sobriety has just affected my life and everybody that's surrounded um, by me or in my life in such a profound way. Mm. It's been amazing. It's been wonderful for everybody. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Um, I wanted to back it up and talk a little bit more about Real Housewives. And for anyone who doesn't know, like, you know, just watching the program, how fueled are you and encouraged to drink throughout the the filming process? Well, they knew that I didn't want to drink and that I was trying to stop drinking. And they encouraged the drinking. It's in every limo. It's at every party. They they would, you know, every time a limo would pick you up, because they always want you to arrive somewhere in a limousine, every time a limo (laughs) would pick me up, it would be stuffed with alcohol on purpose. Mm. Yeah. And there was um one of our castmates, and this was really dirty, but she was sober or probably still is, um, for sub- about four or five years while we were filming. And I swear while we were filming, production told the waitress she had ordered like I, I think a Perrier or water or something, and they brought mm-hmm. her a straight vodka. No. And I know I think they did it on purpose and she spat it out or she might have drank a, a big gulp of it. I can't really remember. Um yeah. probably because I was drinking then too, but um she started bawling her eyes out. She was so upset and I really oh. honestly believe that that was I think they wanted to see what would happen. I think that that waitress was asked to bring her the vodka. And I can't be certain, yeah. but that's what I think. Um 
the alcohol is, is very encouraged and they want you to drink. Right. Cause that yeah. just fuels the better drama. TV. Yeah. Better TV. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's why you see like everyone flipping tables and cussing each other out. <laughs> I know. I know. I'd, I'd love to do another season sober. I think it would be so much fun to do it right? sober and, and to be awake and aware and have the clarity and uh, you, I can't, I just wish they would do another season, but I don't think it's coming back. Yeah. You know, that's funny that you say that because, um, my friend, Alexis Nyers, uh, mm-hmm. now Alexis Haynes, um, from, have you, are you familiar with that, the show, The Bling Ring? It was a movie, um, about the kids who went in and stole all the stuff from celebrities' homes. Anything? No, never heard okay. of it. Okay. So she, was this was a true real life story so she was one of mm-hmm. the kids who you know was got cut up caught up in this and mm-hmm. she's had like you know offers for reality shows and all that kind of stuff and we're like oh my god let's do something like sober with all mm-hmm. like sober girls and showing you know like the positivity of like you know managing life without mm-hmm. booze and you know getting through that mm-hmm. zero interest zero I know. I know. Isn't that know. such a shame? I know it is. But on that note, um, I, I'm I'm talking probably a little bit before I should be, but okay. I have been. <laughs> um, it is in the works that I have been offered my own reality show, and I am sober, so oh. they don't care. They don't care. Um, but we'll see where it goes. Oh my God, that would be amazing. I'm meeting with the creative directors on Wednesday to just talk about, um, you know, how it would go in storyline and that sort of thing. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, um, go from, from there, but I'm sober and I think I would still be a load of fun and, um, I would give good TV. I mean, Hell you don't yes. have to drink. You don't have to drink to have a good time. Well, I think I have we a can great both time agree without drinking. Yeah. You don't have to be crazy and be drunk at the same like i am crazy well well on my way crazy without any booze or drugs i'm good (laughs) this is a known fact (laughs) okay oh that's yeah but like yeah like wouldn't it be amazing to see role models especially on tv and reality tv because they're so influential to just not drink just what about Bradley Cooper of- getting uh, Brad Pitt sober? How about that? I know. I know. How amazing is that? I love that. It's amazing that. how many celeb- celebs are um, sober. If you Google the celebrities mm-hmm. that are sober, um, it seems, I don't know if it's a trend or what's going on, but um, sobriety seems to be a thing. Yeah. Sobriety is yeah. a new black. Uh-huh. I Look mean, out. people are, you go to a meeting in Los Angeles. I mean, they're packed, but also oh, yeah. the Vancouver meetings are packed. Really? I'm surprised. Oh yeah. There's a couple hmm. of meetings. My meeting that I used to go to on Tuesday nights um, was always packed, jam packed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm and just, not... you know what I do like about AA though, is that hmm. you get all sorts of walks of life. It, it doesn't yeah. define, you know, I like that. I like yeah. that you can have doctors, lawyers, business people. You can have people that, hey, listen, just had a drink last night. We're sleeping in an alley. And I don't judge. Mm. And I love them all because yeah. we're all humans, right? I mean, we're all people on a journey in this lifetime trying to get through it. 
and leave the world a better place. We're all here to love and live and laugh. And, um, and that's what life's all about. And I, I just, um, respect and, and love all sorts of walks of life. And, and you get that in AA. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, the diversity, you know, you, alcoholism or, you know, if you have issues with alcohol, it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't matter no. how rich Mm-mm. you are, how poor you are, how like, what your happy, skin color is, what your religion is. It's, exactly. It affects everybody all over the world. Absolutely. I wanted to ask you, how has it been rekindling your marriage? It's not something you like hear a lot of you people, hear. you know, rekindling their marriage. I know, right? Uh, well, we yeah. took a three and a half, four year um, hiatus, I'll call it. Okay. Yeah. And we got back together about a year ago and mm-hmm. we have never been more in love or more happy. I'm just, I'm so happy and so in love. And the sobriety, I have to tell you, it's, yeah. I, I was sober. And so that was like really helped. And I, Listen, I think he was more of the problem. <laughs> he was a, he was one of the reasons I drank. I'm not going to lie. I mean, okay. I was drinking. I was self medicating because I was in a bad marriage, and okay. you know, I'm not I'm not like going to hide that. It's what it is. I know tons of people in bad marriages. A lot of people drink their way through it. Um, I was drinking my way through it. But okay. when I uh, when we got back together, I was sober, and um, and then again, he's. I think, gosh, is he going almost into a sixth month, half a year? It's huge. Wow. The first year, I think, is the hardest. Yeah. I really do. I think the first Absolutely. year is really hard. Um, and he's, he's breezing through it and he loves it too. And I never, ever, mm-hmm. ever thought he would get sober in a million years. And when we got back together, things were going yeah. really, really well, but he still drank. And I, I could manage it better because I'm sober, right? I mean, I right. didn't react now. I didn't react to his drinking. Now you don't have two people drinking. Um, right. And then he got sober and everything just like, everything just fell together. It was amazingly. And, wow. and the other thing I was going to say is we've, um, just, what is it? 20, 21 years, 20 years now. 
20 what? years together. Uh-huh. Well, 20 years no together way. minus a three-year break. Right. Yep. I know. That's and you just like a vacation. All the time. Yeah, it was a vacation. We took a little yeah. apart, <laughs> apart, our separate vacations. Right. Sometimes you yeah. need that breather. Yeah. Sometimes wow. you need it. Wow. That yeah. is so, so amazing to hear. Well, we figured we really were better is. together than better apart. And you know what? We've got five kids collectively. I had two boys. He had a okay. girl. Um, and then we had two girls. And our oldest son is 31. He's married and lives in Dubai. And wow. our 28 year old daughter just made us grandparents, a brand new Aww. little baby boy, um, five months ago. And, um, our 25 year olds making movies and just had a, a big one air last night in the United States called Martha's Vineyard, a perfect place to die with Jesse Metcalf. Oh, um, yeah. On Hallmark. I think there's 80 million viewers on that. So that was huge. And he's got two wow. more coming out in February in theaters. And then we've got two young girls together. So, Five kids, 20 years, you know, it's, mm -hmm. that's a lot to throw away. Absolutely. Yeah. And don't you and, think and, so many people are so, so eager to just like move on, you know, try something new. Um, yeah. it takes a lot of work to, to stick it in there. Yeah, it does. Um, in my twenties, I, I was a wild child. I was married twice before mm -hmm. I was 30 and had two kids. So um, I got all of that out of, <laughs> out of the way. I was practicing. I was practicing yeah. until I found the right guy. And then shit fell apart and, you know, I started drinking and, and then we got back together. But that's life. I mean, that is life. It, it's not always perfect and marriages aren't yeah. always easy. And there's winding roads and there's twists and curves and bumps along the way. And it's how, how do you manage them? And, and do you love each other enough? And, and what you, ha and if what you have is enough to stick it in, I encourage mm. sticking it in unless mm -hmm. it's unbearable, you know, unless it's unbearable or, or somebody's done something that's, you know, the unthinkable or whatever, and you can't forgive them. I'm huge on forgiveness. I think it, yeah. it's one of my greatest strengths. And it's also been a bit of a weakness because I forgive extraordinarily easily. Um, mm. again, a huge strength, but also, uh, eh, you know, you, you, you got to be careful with every little thing that you forgive, but I am uh, very forgiving and mm -hmm. um, I don't harbor hate and, or resentment. I, I feel that if you harbor those things, like if, if you carry that, that grudge and hatred, it's really a slow death for you. Mm. I don't like yeah. to live my life like that. We all make mistakes. We all fuck up. And, and you know what? I, I just, I get it. We're all human. Forgive, move on. Life's so much better. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's so, so beautiful that yeah, you have the ability to beautiful. do that. Oh, thank yeah. you. I wanted to talk about your daily life and how maybe you practice your sobriety. I, you said you don't frequent meetings anymore, but how mm -hmm. are you mindfully working through sobriety daily? For me, because I help a lot of other people stay sober. Mm, right. Okay. Um, yeah. as a matter of fact, one of my very dearest friends from Seattle of 30 some 35 years, um, her daughter's, I think 31 now. And she messaged me two nights ago and she mm. said, you know what, Ronnie? She said, I know you're sober. And, um, I was wondering if you could help me. 
And I just started writing and texting and saying, listen, I want you to start a journal and I want you to tell me what you're grateful for every day and write out the things that you want and the things that you need out of life and things that aren't really working for you. And let's touch base every day. And you know what? I do that with so many people. And so even though I don't go to meetings, sobriety Mm -hmm. is a part of my life because I'm helping others. Yes. You know, I and love the reason that. I went public with my sobriety or yeah, with my sobriety on social media was not to show everybody, wow, look at me. Come on, everybody. I got sober. I couldn't care less about the show. It's not why I got sober. I, I started getting sober long before the show ever aired. It was really, I, I feel like I had an obligation because I had a bit of a public platform mm-hmm. to help other people and to let other people no, you're not alone. Yeah. Look, this is me. And you guys all saw me drink. You all saw me fall down literally on the show <laughs> and <laughs> literally. And, um, and I got sober. And so I don't post a ton about sobriety like every day, but mm-hmm. I do post my yearly, um, you know, I'm sober now and, or I'm sober one year, two, three, four. And I, I write something out, um, on my feelings on being sober and people love it. I tell you, get more comments and more likes on my sobriety posts than anything else. That's the truth. Wow. People love it. People love it. And people are intrigued and they have a lot of respect and Mm -hmm. it's really nice to read those comments and actually know what those things keep you going too. Absolutely. Yeah. And to, Mm. you know, for you being open and vulnerable just allows other people to be open and vulnerable as well you know, and mm-hmm. ask you questions. Isn't it nice when people, you know, are curious and have someone like you who is, you know, very out there and a public figure to feel like they're, they're okay asking you questions and okay asking for help because you, yeah. you've, you've already said it, you've already put it out there. Yeah. I've already put it out there and, um, and mm-hmm. people like it. People do yeah. like it. And, and they're like, thanks for sharing your journey. I get a lot of DMs, um, where people are, thank you so much. You don't know how much this has helped me. And wow, you're doing it. Or, you know, I get a lot of, how do you do it? And you know what I always yeah. say? The first thing I tell everybody is this. You gotta want it. You can't kind of want it. You can't, yes. You can't want to only drink on weekends or only drink after 5 p.m. You gotta really, really want it. And when you really want it, it's yours. It's all comes down to you. Yeah, absolutely. Great piece of advice. I mean, you got to want it as much as you want. There, there was a story about this guy, this guru, and he told his friend that I want to make a ton of money. I want to make, I want my life. I want to, you know, make tons and millions of dollars, whatever. And the guy said, okay, Mm -hmm. well, how bad do you want it? I want it so bad. I want it so bad. Will you, you want, I want you to teach me. Okay. Well, I want you to meet me at the beach at 5 a.m. Let's pretend like they're in California. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, (laughs) okay. And the guy meets his, his mentor, whatever at 5 a.m. And he goes, I want you to walk out into the ocean. Okay. How's this going to make me money? Just do it. Mm -hmm. And so he walks out into the ocean and. Let's talk it. Let's pretend like the guy wanted to get sober. Forget the millions of dollars. Okay. I want you to walk mm-hmm. out into the middle of the ocean. The guy walks out into not the middle of the ocean. I want you to walk out like to the middle of your waist, not the middle of the ocean. Cause that would be hard to do. So yeah. walk out there. The guy walks out 
And the guy takes him from behind the head and pushes him down into the water and starts holding his head under, under the water until he is almost drowning. And the guy's fighting for his life, fighting for his life, fighting. Mm. Finally, the guy pulls him up and he's like, <gasps> and he's like, what the hell? You're trying to kill me. You know, I came here to get sober and you're trying to kill me. And he says, what was the one thing you wanted to do when you were under the water? And the guy says, I wanted to breathe. And he said, mm. exactly. And when you want to be sober, as much as you want to breathe, it's yours. So as much as you want to live, you can yeah. have it. You got to want it. Absolutely. So the whole moral of the story is you got to want it. And when you want something bad enough, like as much as you want to live or breathe, you can have it. And I wanted sobriety. I needed it. I just, I, mm -hmm. you know what? My mom's 74. It's so sad for me. She's, um, just battled stage four liver cancer. She drank her whole way through it and, <sighs> and, and she still drinks. And it's so difficult for me when she comes up from Seattle because I watched my mom killing herself. She's, you yeah. know, I, I, I don't want to use the word alcoholic. She has a horrible problem with alcohol and, uh, yeah. It's really hard for me. It's really Ugh. hard. My dad, my dad died and, um, he, he also had, um, terrible drinking problem as well. And it runs in my family. I'm Danish, Norwegian, right. Swedish. I was doomed Vikings. Um, <laughs> you know, long line of drinkers, long yeah. line of drinkers. But then again, if you went into an AA meeting, they'd say the Russians were long lines of drinkers too. Uh, you and know, the Irish, yeah. And the Irish and right. whatever. I mean, I mean, just Canadians in general. Yeah. Canadians. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways. I mean, you'll always find an excuse to have a drink for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No shortage, no shortage of, of excuses. Agreed. Wow. Back then. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ronnie, thank you so, so much for sharing your experience and your wisdom and your knowledge with us. I really appreciate it. It's been so lovely talking to you. Thanks for having me on your show. And I, um, I hope that, you know, if my talking today helped anybody out there, then my job's done. And that's, that's the whole basis behind all of this for me. And that's to help other people. So if anybody yes. out there is listening, I hope that you got something out of this. And, um, some people might love what I had to say and some people might not like too much, of, um, what I had to say about, um, AA, but I think that Whatever helps anybody stay sober, you got to um, run with it and use Absolutely. it. And I wish everybody um, out there who's struggling, um, reach out to somebody and get help. And to the people that are sober, uh, I'm wishing you another 24, <laughs> another 24 <laughs> hours and um, continued success for everybody. And I, I hope that people that are struggling really will um, try to reach out and get some help because sobriety Absolutely. is a phenomenal life. Yes. And Ronnie, where can people find you? I am on Instagram, uh, mm -hmm. um, Ronnie Stevenson. On the show, I was Ronnie Negas, but on social media, I go by Ronnie Stevenson. And on Facebook, I'm also Ronnie Stevenson, I think. I think okay. I'm both Ronnie Stevenson on social media, on Facebook or Instagram. People can reach out to me there and DM me if you need help or have any questions. And I'd be more than happy to help anybody who needs it. Amazing. Thank you so much, Ronnie. How amazing is Ronnie? And yes, if you need help, if you need someone to talk to, reach out. 
via Facebook, Instagram. We also have a secret Facebook group for a Sober Girls Guide. Lots of conversations going on, lots of people healing and helping each other. It's a beautiful thing. As always, thank you guys so much. Couldn't do this without you. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girls Guide. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave us a comment. We love to hear your feedback from the podcast. Also, the blog. Head on over to the blog for how-tos, tips, tricks, any news and events coming up because we have an event coming up at the end of this month in Toronto. I will be in Toronto at the end of the month and we'll be having our very first ever Toronto Sober Girls Guide Mixer. So head on over to the website for more information at asobergirlsguide.com. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.